0: It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure.
2: You got this. Adidas.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launcher Online Shop stage... All the way to the, we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Shutdown Fullcast. Man, it's, we have a lot to discuss. A lot. Because after the entire voyage of the offseason in week zero... There's real dang football, y'all. Real football. Real American football. Dangerous, maybe illegal in 10 years. American football in full. This is a college football podcast, and today we're going to discuss college football. We're actually going to discuss theoretical college football because um, after that, we won't be able to discuss it. There's going to be real football, and we can't just make stuff up, right? Like, for instance, I can't say things like, oh, man, you know, Kirby Smart's just like another— boring Nick Saban drone hired for too much money at Georgia who's going to be a little petty autocrat who goes eight and five every year. Right? Can't make that up. I'll have to base it on real things that happen. Ryan, do I have any reason to do that?
1: Well, here's the thing. You're a media member, I guess, within Kirby Smart's eyes. So I can't trust you. So no, you don't have any reason to do that. Kirby Smart is just doing what's best for his program and y'all just keep trying to tear him down by, I don't know, talking about Georgia football, thinking about Georgia football, mentioning Georgia football in any space whatsoever. Like I, I think if I think if Kirby had his way, we there you wouldn't even be able to find Georgia's schedule online. I think he some part of him feels like that's that's just giving our opponents an advantage that they know that we're playing them.
0: They know we're playing. They know we're playing October 6th. They know it's in Athens.
1: How are we? You know. What, what are you, Geraldo here? Just giving, giving information to the troops? To the enemy?
0: That's crazy. Oh, also joining us, Jason. Oh, hi, Jason Kirk. Hey, y'all.
2: I I, I just want to say a good general never broadcasts his maneuvers. So I, I think Governor Kirby's in the right here. And also, I hope we get Georgia-Michigan in a bowl game soon so that, like, the coaches agree that they'll have it in a secret offshore location Mm-hmm. and invite like eight members of state media
1: the scoreboard will be turned off for the duration of the game you don't need to know that information what down is it's a down We're, let's agree <laughs> that the dial down will just have a number sign on it
2: each team will bring its own caddy that caddy will keep score at the end if they disagree well we'll both count the w it doesn't matter what the other one claims
1: if you sign for the wrong score, you will be disqualified. God, this favors Georgia.
2: Basically, let's make every single sporting event like Bama's national title claims. You, if Hey, do you think you won? Okay. Do you
1: believe it in your heart?
0: I really wish Michigan had put out a roster of people who had formerly played at Michigan. Not necessarily people who are currently on the team, right? Tom Harmon. Tom Harmon back. Wow. They, they did do that. Tim, Bi- Tim Biak Batuka?
1: Wow. I mean, they kind of did. Yeah, that. Michigan did do that they
2: in the Florida did. game notes. Like they didn't go all the way back no, to I Tom mean, Harmon.
0: No, you gotta you gotta go all the way back, man. You could be like Gerald Ford lining up at right guard. Jim Harbaugh's playing.
1: Jim. I think the biggest missed opportunity Michigan had in that scenario was to be like, "You want a depth chart? Okay, here's a depth chart. QB one better than whoever Rutgers have. Uh, QB two also better than whoever plays for Rutgers." Starting at left guard, better than Rutgers. Center? Yeah, way better than Rutgers, guy. Just do that for the whole depth chart.
2: Left tackle, Jabril Peppers. <laughs> left guard, Jabril Peppers.
0: I at least appreciate that gamesmanship because it's petty and small, right? It's a roster. You can kind of figure that out. I don't really. When a coach, when a coach says, I mean, y'all in the media, I don't know where you get this stuff. i probably talking to your players.
1: Do you think these are the same coaches who resent when their when their family asks them questions? Like if one of their kids is like, "Hey, Dad, what are we having for lunch tomorrow?" They're like, mm, "I don't, I don't, I'm not showing you my lunch playbook." Okay, maybe it's grilled cheese, maybe it's tuna melt. Why would I, I give you guess. that kind
2: of advantage? Why would I make it easy on you?
1: <laughs> who says we're even having lunch, huh? That's an assumption. That's dangerous on your part. Tomorrow we're having breakfast for every meal.
2: You know, ten thousand years ago, they didn't even know if they were eating in the next month. So,
0: (laughs) this is my favorite thing, by the way. That, like, you know, Nick Saban, like Nick Saban, has these meetings in Alabama, very, very long meetings. And Lane Kiffin, um, Lane Kiffin, in a feature Matt Hayes wrote about the Florida Atlantic coach. Hi, it's 2017, by the way, and we get to say things like Florida Atlantic coach, Lane Kiffin. In that feature, he says, you know, I was at USC and we didn't have meetings like this where like for 10 minutes we talked about the coin toss. And that tickles me to no end because it confirms everything I really want to believe about coaching, i.e. most of it's about anxiety and not actually preparing for things because Pete Carroll has no anxiety. He just, that part of his brain is gone. It was cored out by coaching in the NFL and deciding that he needed to be a new kind of human being. And he has none of that. So their meetings are probably like, hey, here's nine brilliant ideas. Let's just be positive for like three minutes and then let's do a bunch of push-ups, right? And then they recruit and they go out and they beat the tail out of everybody for like a decade. I love that his meetings take like 10 minutes on the coin toss because it confirms everything that I think annoys Nick Saban which is, hey, we got a plan. Oh, dang it. I hate surprises. I'm not spontaneous. No one on this team could think on their feet.
1: This is my binder that explains which binders I prefer to buy. <laughs> this is the advantage. You have your you have your half inch. The, uh, those are portable, but they may lack capacity. Uh, three ring, of course. Uh, a lot of questions about whether you want the kind that lock or not. You will sit down and listen to all of this, All right. This is my press conference. I'm here yeah, to talk.
0: And then, and then every two years, a mobile quarterback comes through and goes, la,
1: la, 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 la. <laughs> just... Well, he ate the binders, so kicked <laughs> kept, kept him all to shit.
0: If you just keep your man in bounds, and he just, if you, oh, dang it. If you just keep the quarterback in the pot, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Did we discuss this? Did we have a 45 minute long meeting about this as someone who hates meetings? Oh, I love this.
1: Mobile quarterbacks are the Ewoks of college football. So it all makes sense. (laughs) Did he just throw a rock at me? I'm not not used to shooting lasers that low. This sucks. He isn't even on the team. He
0: just showed up. He just wanted to kill.
1: He's not even wearing a uniform.
0: Uh, Jason, what are we discussing this week now that we actually have games?
2: Bro, we got week one. We got an actual week, an actual college football, not a week point. Ah, man, calling it week 0.5, that was a little bit of a stretch in hindsight. I think that was like a week third or like a week tenth. Week, week zero. Week point one. Week zero. I mean, it was something. It was right. more than zero, but not much. Week, it pre, week it 0.5. Pre- it was preseason.
1: Oh, wait. Hold on. Now, you saw you saw the Stanford tweet, though, right?
2: Yeah. Excuse <laughs> I Man, I, I love that your gimmick of being the world's only aggro Stanford fan. No, no, it's actually Stanford's Twitter account.
1: So Stanford beat Rice 62 to 7. They outscored Rice 38 uh, 0 in the first half. They outgained them 656 to 200. Like Stanford put up 656 yards of offense. Uh, they, they, they absolutely paced them. And that's fine. Stanford is a team that. You know, has been close to college football playoff level in recent years, has has won double-digit games, multiple seasons, and Rice is Rice. These are all like—none of that by itself bothers me. What bothers me is this tweet from Stanford Football sent on Tuesday at 9 o'clock, so already like two days after the game, they questioned if we could play great football after enjoying a fun-filled week overseas in Australia. And then there's a clip of, you know, Stanford beating Rice. And who? Who asked that question? Who said, "Oh, you know, Stanford's just too just having too much fun. Rice is going to rise up, punch him in the mouth." Nobody asked that. Nobody thought this. There's, Nobody even jokingly asked it.
2: There's there's another part of it too. After that sentence it says, "Roll the tape." Like Somebody sitting around like I I I'll believe it when I see it, and then here comes Stanford football's account with the receipts,
1: winding well. Back, I
0: bitch. don't know about that. <laughs> it's intellectual brutality, which is why we asked that you document it.
1: You thought Jason Kirk couldn't eat two pieces of fried chicken? The haters said it was impossible.
2: Roll the tape.
1: Roll the tape.
2: I've seen Stanford's account do this before. It's like um. I think whoever types the tweets there um, is emulating like Nike's like 2014 or so voice, yeah. like I talk like pro-combat uniform press release. <laughs> Speed matters. That kind of stuff.
1: Heart Heart, heart matters more.
2: <laughs> I,
1: you're, have you're a, like, I have a speedy heart. It's a condition. Down under is where I rice manage is. it with medication. rice
0: lost we didn't again we didn't lose (laughs) to food anytime you don't lose to rice you're not losing to food i think my favorite part about this is like
2: it implies that rice was the one that had way too much fun so if i'm rice i'm retweeting this like yeah come here and have way too much fun Mm -hmm. and also stanford has a week off after playing rice you're not that tough i mean sure you beat rice that's cool but
1: now you got to uh, buy a I'm sorry, I made us talk about week preseason week. Let's talk about week one. I'm sorry, dang it, Ryan. I'm sorry. God Dang it! Ryan. Although the Hawaii UMass game did go down to the wire, but again, we're not going to talk about that.
2: We're on. We're on to Cincinnati.
1: we're on to We're on to Austin P. It's Cincinnati, <laughs> a real game that's yeah. happening on Thursday. <laughs> oh God.
0: Uh. Which, which Hawaii? Yeah. Which uh, we should we should go over the things that we on the shutdown full cast count. Uh, we asked everybody on Twitter to go ahead and tell us their boldest week one predictions. We will use this to discuss the slate that is week one in a non-laborious fashion. And let me tell you, our listeners, our listeners have been thinking about week one a lot because there are some very, very confident predictions in here that don't actually seem that crazy when you start looking at them, right? Um, for instance, I will begin. And this is with a friend of the podcast at Braves and Birds. A BYU player does something dirty, comma, leading Kalani Sataki and Ed on to have a fight that is miles better than Mayweather McGregor. Hang
2: okay. on, hang so on. BYU this, does something dirty?
0: First of all, uh, Hurricane Harvey has displaced the original BYU-LSU uh, site to... Of all places, um, New Orleans, where they will play on a field. I believe the last time LSU played on that field, they dared not voyage across the 50-yard line. That's how courteous they were to Alabama in the last game LSU played in the Dome. They decided home field advantage, we'll have it. Literally, we'll have it. You can have half the field. We won't even touch it.
2: It's like on an 1800s nautical map like LSU's map of the Superdome half of it is just like sea monsters
0: (laughs) tharby sharks yeah the Pope just Pope just cut the stadium in half and it's like Jordan Jefferson shall not go over there that belongs to Portugal and Alabama
2: Gandalf standing on the 50 yard line of the Superdome yep
1: yeah we run the ball anyway it's fine Gandalf (laughs) (laughs) heard you loud and clear (laughs) I do like I do like the idea of Kalani Sataki and Kocho fighting because they are both built like I think you could I think if this happens, we can sort of like cut out the background and make a video where it seamlessly looks like they are two non speaking members of uh of the film Roadhouse. Like and pick whoever you want. One of them works for Dalton. The other one's a rowdy patron. It really doesn't matter. But they have that sort of like late 80s style and build where you're like, oh, you just want to fight in a bar. Yeah. Yeah. A, a root beer bar. I mean, okay. this is
2: oh, literally yeah. a former fullback versus a former strength coach who once got arrested in a bar fight.
0: It's pretty yeah. good. It's pretty And a former, good. Former, former D lineman, too. So he's got those feet. He's nimble. Yeah, I would not. Either of these dudes, like, they're cinder block tested, meaning you could crack a cinder block over several parts of their body and they'd probably be okay. Yeah. So if you're saying what will happen, these two dudes won't fight. Now, will the teams fight? Oh, boy. There's a, real, <laughs> there's a real good chance of that happening. Just for a couple of reasons. LSU, going to be very excited. Playing a, playing a random home game, basically in new Orleans and they're going to be placed in BYU. I want to put this as a delicately. Hey,
1: hey, how come, how come LSU keeps getting additional home games? That's weird.
0: It's weird. They've given a couple of those away.
1: Oh, well, I'm sure it'll work out.
0: Mm, Yeah. I mean, that's what could go wrong. Right. I mean, it's a, it is a game of inches, but I think they could pile up enough of those to, you know, in an emergency situation, move the ball. 36 of them. Hey, they're
1: they're one and one
0: in those games so far.
1: Um, I should also say, for a larger context, we, we do hope uh, anybody who listens to this podcast in Houston, A, we hope if you're listening to this, that probably means that you're in a safe space. If, if you're still trying to evacuate and you're listening to the full cast, my God, the life decisions you've made. Please stay safe. Please delete this podcast from your phone. We love you. Um, we will. I think we will figure out something we can do fundraising for the full cast. In the we do. I got next um, week or two, right?
0: Got an email from Adam Dvorak in Houston this morning saying that you know, hey, you guys should, uh, you guys please help. Yeah, we're going to figure out a way to do that because situation in Houston very fluid at the moment. Everyone I know is okay, uh, which is great. I'm very, very like grateful and happy about that. Um, it's a magnificent place. It is. It is the most diverse city in America. It is probably one of the most misunderstood cities in America. It is the fourth largest. It is a massive part of our culture that people underplay. And it's on top of all that really, really important to uh our basic economy, which I think people are going to figure out real fast here, when fifteen to twenty percent of the refining capacity of the United States is dented as a result of this. So yeah. Uh, we'll figure out something that we can do for it as soon as everyone's in place. In the meantime, everyone out there with flat-bottom boats who is who are picking people off off their back porches and second stories, keep doing it, please. And Houston, stay strong.
1: Let's move on to a next bold prediction. This is from LES Miles, at Luke from 2011 on Twitter. UConn will beat Holy Cross. Ugh. Holy Cross goes to Connecticut. 7.30, Thursday, August 31st, on ESPN Trace. Yukon, sure, you'll beat Holy Cross, why not? You have, your, you have your, um, your, your real dad came home, reunited. He had that dalliance in Maryland, but now he knows where he belongs. And good times are coming back to East Hartford. That's not true. I
0: don't know. No, no. You could, you, what do you mean back? <laughs> you, you went a little too far.
1: The Whalers will return.
2: I think they can make a bowl at 8-5 and five again. Dun, dun, dun.
1: Oh, God. Can they best, make the best. orange bowl at 8-5 and five again? Uh,
0: <laughs> Maybe. That's still one of my <laughs>
2: favorite um, bowl television efforts ever was during that Fiesta Bowl when UConn had about 19 fans in the stands. So for every uh, good UConn play, there weren't many, but there were a few. Uh, they had to show the same group of people just over and over and over and over.
0: It's... Yeah, which that's, yeah, it was, I believe that was on Fox too. So they really didn't try to hide it either. It when they were just kind of phoning college football broadcast in. They're like, show the band, show, the show the three band. UConn fans, show yeah. the band.
1: Well, what I like, so I'm on UConn's, uh, the football website right now. And they actually have like a very SB Nation-y look. This would be, I guess, what we call 4UP, where they've got one main article and four next to it. Um, The main article that they're highlighting has a picture of Randy Edsel surrounded by press members. And it says, football coach's show resumes on Wednesday night, which I choose to believe they're like, we don't remember his name. He's football coach. His show resumes. Get excited. His name may change. We don't believe that he will still be here. God, we love him.
2: Maybe it's like a licensing uh, thing, like how Michael Jordan was never in NBA video games or like how Bill uh-huh. Belichick is never in Madden. Like they just, they don't have the rights yet to say his name.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, they never will.
1: He's QB, he's he's QB
2: coach one. <laughs> coach, coach one. <laughs> QB one. He's coach two at oh, this but, point because but... this is his second trip. Re, re-coach. Oh, he's like copy of coach one.
1: This is not a um, this is not a bobblehead game for Yukon. There are three bobbleheads you get this year. Um, September 9th versus USF. Yes, you can get that Randy Edsel bobblehead. November 4th versus ECU, you get the uh, Donald Brown former running back. And my favorite and the one I really want me to, someone to send me, please, October 28th versus Missouri, you can have a Dan Orlovsky bobblehead. Hell, yes.
0: Now Are you kidding? Really?
1: It it also, and I don't think they planned it this way. He is posed in such a way that, and it's on just sort of a plain green square, that I think I could paint this to look like he's running out of bounds yes. for safety.
2: So he's got the trailing foot back, back a little bit? <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Absolutely.
2: I really want a Yukon bobblehead
1: that is
0: the sad husky logo.
1: Sure, the the one from like nineteen
0: fifty two. my favorite college logo ever, the one where it's just existential dread. Mm-hmm. It's making that noise.
1: Well, it's it's a very like I ate what? I ate tungsten. Oh no, yeah. tungsten's not for dogs.
0: We'll include this. We'll include this with the post. But the general look is this: it's of a dog who sees the door open and goes. <sighs> it's I'm like, how, a, am I like, Why are am you, I, uh,
1: yeah, a dog is like Why are you always masturbating? Always! <laughs> you
0: know, a door is That's one thing he could be saying I was gonna say, you know that, that a door is essentially an anticipated Emptiness, kind of like life, but you know Masturbating is also Totally there
2: That dog's wife left him seconds ago <laughs> My dog's wife left me
1: Sharon? <laughs> <laughs> oh how could you? Oh, Jason, do you have a bold prediction?
2: So uh, we're what twenty minutes in, and we've talked Yukon yeah. Holy Cross already. So <laughs> let's move along to uh, the second and third, so on, most important games of opening weekend. Um, let's see here. I like this one from probably Monty on Twitter. <clears throat> Antifa chases Larry Culpepper out of a stadium, uniting the nation. I think we're all for that. Um these are divisive times and pretty much no matter which side of the aisle you're on, you you've had just about enough of uh of all this. So I think uh if 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 we could just get someone to get Larry Culpepper up out the paint in week 1, that would go a long way toward healing um the wounds. That, uh, that have split us in half.
0: I would remind everyone that, as we've all seen on multiple occasions now, the, the poor guy who plays Larry Culpepper, let's not call him poor. At this point, he's he's a collaborator. We need to start thinking of him that way. We've all seen him in public go out like this. He goes out in the Larry Culpepper outfit, and people will try to get you to talk to him. Like, PR people, like, hey, you want to talk to Larry Culpepper? And the before you can even react, the words, fuck no! like fly out of your mouth like no like that's the last thing I want to do I'm embarrassed by this entire thing the socks really don't help either like they're ill-fitting shorts and bad socks and they look worse in real life and he's paid to do this and capitalism is evil that's well, what I'm and, telling you Love
1: and what's life. confusing is that like he's he's been a working actor I'm looking at his IMDB page he was he did an episode of the x-files he was on mm-hmm. the Carrie show he was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer he was on king of queens he's been on um parks and rec community brooklyn 99 vice principals like he was in kong skull island apparently (laughs) sure if you say so like dude's been getting work for shit like 20 straight years pretty consistently he was on sisters spencer you love
0: sisters hey you know what i I was gonna say that that this dude is probably making like he's he's getting a living. This is a jobby job being Larry Culpepper. And cool. I'm I'm glad you got that hustle. If that keeps you in prime time network drama work, right? You have to do if you do one less episode of like Blue Bloods, cool. That's fine. Just don't ask me to talk to you in public. It just demeans both of us.
1: Okay, but what <laughs> if they replaced the actor who played Larry Culpepper with Tom Selleck? Barry Culpepper. <laughs> Could we create our own alternate? Are you in? Yes. Oh my God. That's the thing we do. Yeah. Too many people are just down on Larry. And like, I think it was a, a well-intentioned idea that just doesn't hit the right notes, but we get, we get Selick. We put him back in the short shorts. We lose the socks, but people want to see Selick thighs. That's what they're here for. Mustache. Absolutely. staying. shirt. Too tight. Now (laughs) we think that he's an undercover detective for Doctor Pepper.
2: Oh yeah, he's trying to get. Maybe at that point, it almost looks like he's trying to um, work his way to the top of the Doctor Pepper ladder so he can bust whoever's.
1: So he can kill. So he can kill the doctor.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: This is way better. Why aren't we paid to do this? It's a shame. Dr. Pepper is not a sponsor of the shutdown forecast. I just want to make that very clear.
0: Yeah, the other question I have here uh, that I want to get to, you know, because we're now going to the least important games uh, of the schedule. This is from at Jacob the Manly. Whoever plays QB for Florida leads Michigan in touchdown passes. You know, that's that's firm. It's 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 a brisk. It's a brisk statement about Florida's QB play over the last decade. Close to a decade it's, at this it's, point. It's
1: been a minute. Yeah.
0: I would argue even like with Tebow's 2009, you're, you're getting close to like nine years of nine years of crap and, or at least subpar performance from what you would consider to be a good QB play. So, you know, we're almost at a double digits, Jim. You just want to keep this rolling, but yeah, that's fair. Cause that might be, that might be the case because I don't see Spate going off on Florida's defense because he just doesn't seem like that kind of dude without a running attack making big play-action passes behind him. Uh, I-, I do see Florida's quarterback situation as a big old unknown, and a big old unknown with a pretty nasty defense like Michigan has. That could usually result in a few going the other way, particularly because your best receiver's out. And so like th- yeah. And
1: like three others as well.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. This so cool. uh,
1: the Florida Michigan game we have obviously been down on for a long time because we're self loathing Florida fans who b- refuse mm-hmm. to believe in hope or love or the possibility of tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. But objectively, I do think that I, not the whole game. I uh, I do think in after halftime this might actually be an entertaining game. The first half I think will be absolute trash, just like. Baby horse, just born trying to walk for the first time, sticky trash, hmm and that ugh, it makes me sad, not baby horses, but this game. I don't want it, no, thank you um before we, I mean, we don't really it.
0: have a we don't really we don't really have a starter, right, like that's the official no,
1: no, they've been pretty it's... blunt about that, and that probably just means that Malik Zaire is so good that they don't want people to know how good he is.
0: Mm, sure. Probably. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna Probably. roll Luke. Del, I'm gonna roll Luke Del Rio yeah, out Luke there. Luke
1: Del Rio, who pretty much actively hates Florida fans right now. Which you know what? I can't disagree I don't, with no. that. I don't, no. I don't think that's wrong. I don't think it's a bad choice. Um, or a twelve-year-old.
0: Sure, that's fine. Can oh I... yeah, this is. Go ahead. You want to discuss something happy?
1: Um. Well, no. I was going to talk about Thursday. Uh. So. <laughs>
0: I, you know what, I'm, I'm all, you know what, I'm all about Thursday. This is okay. fine. What,
1: what, what's your plan of attack for Thursday? Because technically, we're starting at six o'clock with FIU playing UCF. Are you mm-hmm. watching? Are you watching that game?
0: Hell yeah! Okay. Just, just, whatever. It's cost free. That's like an. That's just an hour in the background. It's at like six Eastern. So. Yeah, put it on.
1: Okay. Let the, then, kids,
0: let the kids complain about it.
1: Then we have right? the 7 o'clock hour where the only Power 5 teams you can see play are Minnesota, which is hosting Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it. Um, you can also watch that aforementioned Cincinnati game if you want. I assume uh, we will probably <laughs> watch some Minnesota because we want to see P.J. Fleck unleashed upon uh, a Power Conference.
0: Well, yeah, so. but you know, you know what else we're going to watch? There's a heater in there, like yeah. a fun game.
1: Okay. That's Tulsa.
0: Tulsa at Oklahoma State.
1: Uh, well, okay, at seven thirty. Yes, 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 yes.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm good for that. Okay. You know? So uh, before we get to before we get to the the Ohio State Indiana game at eight, which right. is this is my favorite thing that because it's opening night, they're going whole hog on Ohio State Indiana, but at they're going in, at
1: Indiana to at clear. Indiana.
0: Yeah, not even you don't even get like, Welcome to the big dark, nope. evil looking concrete facades of Ohio Stadium. No, it's 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 at Indiana. It's at Bloomington where they're like, How to football?
2: <laughs> How? I think What's it's, a cheer? Well, we Why have, is colour? After what, four straight years of South Carolina being the opening team? Yeah. Like eight. And like people are complaining about this game as the headliner of opening
1: night. It's better than what we've had in a long time. It's, <laughs> it's a welcome respite. And and you can you can say with some honest belief that you're gonna watch a playoff team play on Thursday. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean shit, sure. if you if you if you're really high on Oklahoma State, maybe you're watching two. It's not, you really
0: should. You're watching, you should watch that game. You're just watching to watch
2: both it. of FBS's OSUs. Of I'm looking at you, State of
1: Oregon. Um, well, uh, All right. So here's my main question about Thursday: Are you going to stay up and watch New Mexico State and Arizona Fuck State no. at ten thirty? Okay.
2: Well, it's on Pac-12 Network, so that's impossible.
1: Also, that
0: <laughs> just it's not on
1: Pac-12 Network. We know what you want. That's the motto.
0: It, it's impossible. Uh, yeah. You really should, though. Like, you really should, though, watch. If you're going to pick up on anything other than Ohio State, Indiana. Like, just pop on down. That's Sebastian Gorka would say. Uh, just, you know, pop on down to Stillwater. Come. Look at Tulsa, Oklahoma State. It's really it, because Mason Rudolph throws a beautiful deep ball. And James yeah. Washington will be I there to catch
1: gonna, it. I thought you were going to tell people to watch FAMU uh arkansas just to see if fami loses or if Fambi no
0: <laughs> fami you know there's there's another <laughs> hey man, there's Fambi another one to know
2: already that's true
0: yeah i was gonna say a lot of teams aren't one to know right now actually is, that's not is true the or other to
1: lurker north dakota at utah
0: no 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 I, I was gonna i was gonna lurk I mean, we're, we're discussing upset potential right yeah, so yeah. i want to go over i want to go over a couple of those and okay. I don't really even know if some of these are upset potential, but we're going to give it a shot because this is week one and in week one, every single year, some tiny little terrifying baby group of a team screams, sends out its woody little tentacles and drags some much larger thing off the edge of a cliff. There will be an FCS team that beats an FBS team this week. It's just going to happen. And, I'm looking at one. you think thinking Rutgers? It's a pattern. <laughs> you know? I mean, sure, that can happen any week, really, if you told me. You're like, could Rutgers lose to an FCS team? I meant, I meant Rutgers, yeah. Rutgers
2: beat Washington at home. That'd be a big upset by the
0: FCS team. <clears throat> that was good. That, that's on a Friday. That's on a Friday, too.
1: Is this the one where Rutgers is putting like hot tubs in the student section?
0: Uh, yeah, something like that.
1: (laughs) I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They're like, oh, it's fun. You know what? That's a clever way to mask that not that many people are at your game because a hot tub takes up the space that, I don't know, let's say 15 people would stand in, but only four people can fit in it. So guess what? You just, you know, cut your stadium to a third of capacity. My favorite thing
2: about this is like a hot tub, you you, you get in and it's like, oh, this is going to be awesome. I'm just going to soak for like five hours. And then after like four minutes, it's like, Jesus, I can't breathe. Get me out of this thing, which is a lot like being in Rutgers student section. So
1: I I, I spent too much time in a jacuzzi at Dan Rubenstein's house in California and got very ill. So mm -hmm.
0: you can get get jacuzzi long. It's very real. I'm not making that up. You guys Um, think I tell jokes? Not a single joke.
1: Friday seems pretty skippable with maybe one exception. I am interested Hmm. in the Colorado State Colorado. Yeah.
0: Oh, abs- absolutely. I want to know kind of how good both teams are, because Colorado is probably going to regress a little bit this year after and, last year. Uh,
1: and fine, I will admit that I really do want to watch Navy FAU.
0: Of course you do. You know why. You want to see you want to see how much face weight Lane Kiffin's gained.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the United States military versus the Island of Misfit Toys.
0: <laughs> versus Versus, you know, a new set of jowls. He's he's grown into them.
1: Do you think Lane Kiffin's going to coach in shorts? Mm, I don't no, and not like and not like coaching shorts, like cargo shorts, like board shorts.
0: Oh, you know, oh, okay. With a yeah, bottle I opener
1: mean, attached to him.
0: If if I would say this, if there if Adidas gave them the the shorts, he would wear them. He'll wear anything that their sponsor gives them. Sure. Right? Like yeah. he wore that giant that giant condom hoodie at USC, right? So he definitely...
1: Female <laughs> condom hoodie. <laughs> yeah, he might show just up
0: in famous sweatpants. sweatpants. <laughs> That'd be a swaggy move, honestly. If Why he is he wearing a, a Raiders,
1: Raiders visor?
0: I hope he hires... This is my, my thing. I hope he hires a short brunette man in his early 60s, and just he screams a at lot him like the whole time. And <laughs> Screams at him on the sidelines. You
1: know, he should go find the guy from the Round Ball Rock. A video. short Italian man with hairy arms.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it would be funnier if he didn't yell at him and it was the Round Ball Rock guy and just solo the entire time. What do you do? He's just ripping a sweet solo this whole time.
2: See, what I do here is I let people do what they're good at. Unlike some places. Yeah.
0: Unlike some places. Unlike <laughs>
1: some dads. <laughs>
0: I will t- say <laughs> his, his dad's
1: working for, his dad's working for him again right
0: uh, um I, I think he's a consult I don't think it's like anything super his formal His brother is his
2: his brother is so there is still the chance that uh Lane Kiffin can fire a family member this year
1: uh hey grandma mm. I knew, grandma can you meet me in uh, the office and bring your playbook
0: The only thing I keep hearing is Lane Kiffin going, "I got a new dad, and he lets me wear big dog shirts <laughs> <laughs> to the office."
1: To church, to church. <laughs> to church!
0: <laughs> the only other game Friday, by the way. I just want to say one negative thing about this. If you watch Boston College at Northern <laughs> Illinois, I'm having an intervention for you, <laughs> and I'm 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 on that line myself. But if you're if you're wandering over to CBS SN. Or that BC at Northern Illinois game? Woo! No. We got, we got some issues going on. I would also like to take this. This is getting us to Saturday. Okay. Okay. Which is uh, at Nick... This is Nick at Nicky Swags, the Z71.
2: Fantastic.
0: Eastern Washington beats Texas Tech. My friends, entirely possible. Entirely possible. There is there's very little reason why you should advance Texas Tech now down a Pat Mahomes in the NFL. Busting it up for the Chiefs, because he's the truth. Also because he's thrown like 5 million more passes than anybody has. Like if anybody is ready to play in the NFL, run for their life, and throw passes from awkward angles, it's Pat Mahomes. But there is no reason to advance any credit whatsoever to Texas Tech in this game which is at four o'clock on Saturday. Um, it is an FSN affiliate. Good luck, FSGO. Works about as well as real player. Have fun. So if you do want to watch this, uh, there's a good chance that the Tide for the Big Sky champions in 2016, Eastern Washington, there's a real good shot at them taking this deep into the fourth and you know possibly upsetting Texas Tech. So if you want an upset alert right there, it is paired on the LSU football net with another one I want to mention. Kentucky goes to Southern Miss. I know everyone's real high on Kentucky. Do you know what the most Kentucky thing in the world would be? It's, a, it's for everyone to just be completely convinced this is the year they turn around, go down to Hattiesburg, and blow an embarrassing non-conference game. I mean, and, if, then recover, then and then, 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 then recover. And then
1: recover. Then it's a streak, man.
0: They lost, they lost to Southern Miss last year. Yeah. So, so what's changed? What makes you think Kentucky plays well early in the year? God. Much less on the road. Yeah, two upsets, two upsets that I think could possibly happen. Um, The good news is
1: if you want to go to Eastern Washington at Texas Tech, you can do so for
0: four dollars. Four dollars. Man, that's a deal. I'm serious. I'm not even being a dick. Like, no, that's a great deal. One more possible upset. This one from at Charlie Kaufman. And I think this one's a reach. And you'll see why when they stand next to each other. But if Nebraska walks in sleeping against Arkansas State, they could be a terrifying team. Arkansas State is active. They are mean. They call all kinds of, like, sneaky little trick plays. They're just, they play at a high, like, pace. You just, they're a handful. And they will be a handful for, like, a half until you remember how much bigger everyone on Nebraska is than everyone on Arkansas State. Otherwise, though, worth keeping an eye on.
1: Who is favored when Vanderbilt leaves Nashville for like a 40 minute drive if that to play mtSU
0: man I gotta be honest I have no idea how who wins this game at all like I don't this is why is everybody super high on vandy is it because they beat Tennessee why are what who is super high on vandy? what is that
1: yeah I don't
0: most of the sec media and oh, i think that, that's
1: just that's just because Derek mason's like nice oh right right yeah yeah at media days yeah if vandy is favored by a field goal
0: oh that's about right so. <laughs> don't
2: don't touch that with the 10 foot ball so it looks like the don't opening bet. line was vandy by nine and now it's down to three <laughs> the, the public stands with Mitsu.
1: why wouldn't you um that is a I big wanna, swing. <laughs> I want to. I want to share one that. This is the one that I am most worried about is accurate. This is from West Sparkman at West Sparkman. Purdue starts Purdue and Purdue things loses to Louisville, but injures Lamar Jackson.
0: That's about the worst thing that can happen. So I'd just go ahead and, and. It feels. I'm gonna make. I, I feel. I feel morally like bankrupt if I bet on an injury. Right. Or if I even anticipate it, I will do this in my heart. If the worst happens, I will not be surprised because that's usually how this goes, because this is football, like awful things happen.
1: So I know that we're collective. I feel like the three of us are collectively down on neutral site games played in NFL stadiums, right?
0: Mm, Generally, yeah.
1: I'm willing to make an exception for Louisville versus Purdue being played at Lucas Oil Stadium. I don't look at that game and say, if only it were being played in West Lafayette. I think if you are playing, that should be sort of the proviso, that if you are going to intentionally schedule Purdue or Illinois or Oregon State or Vanderbilt, as you're you're like, look, we're playing a Power 5 team, we're brave and we're tough, you should have to play it in an NFL stadium.
0: Agreed, especially because this is undoubtedly where Jerry Jones will, you know, see him and go, wow, we got to draft that.
1: Why is why is wait why is why is Jerry Jones in Indianapolis?
0: Oh dang it! I'm sorry, I had the wrong one. <laughs> Looking at Arlington in front of my eyes, Jerry it's... Jones is in Indy because he's partying with Jim Irsay. Oh, god. Actually, oh god, I just I just did something way worse, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. Who can play behind this Colts offensive line that destroyed Andrew Luck? Let's get Lamar Jackson. Pills, 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 <laughs> pills, 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 pills. The beast is loose. <laughs> I know Jim Ursay has an entire bank full of horrible techno that he made in his basement that he just wants to release. (laughs) And I think he should.
1: My DJ name is Pillex.
2: Wow. Hey, do y'all want to know the biggest opening line swing this weekend? Please. It is UMass, Coastal Carolina, where UMass was Uh. a 31-point favorite. Um, against the FBS newbie on the teal field. Uh, guess what that line now is from 30.5.
1: Coastal Carolina by two.
2: At some books, CCU is now favored. Uh, UMass is <laughs> typically a two-point favorite. So I'm looking at Shark's database, r- and I can't tell exactly when the swing happened, but oh, um, it's been that way Sharp for a over bit. over it. Yeah, oh. Vegas Vegas swung a little hard with this one. <laughs> Holy shit. So that, it swung oh, by a, almost five touchdowns.
1: That's a hell of a U-turn. That's fantastic. Damn. That's Imagine if you got that opening line. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's here's another prediction I feel very I feel like is spot on. Patrick Lee at PJ Lee 33, Tennessee outgains Georgia Tech by 250 yards or more. But loses by 21.
0: oh yeah. Standpoint. okay I'm gonna riverside I'm gonna riverside you okay with BJ Coleman at USS underscore 40-ish on Twitter it says Georgia Tech rushes for 562 yards in a loss <laughs> 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 also probable <laughs> completely probable I love this game because if you do not know this game happens on Monday night it's all by itself uh. it's your it's your capper. It's your, your nightcap. Why to the do you entire want that
1: attention, game. Tennessee? Why?
0: And it's the best because they're going to put it on for everybody to see in public. And it could be it could be shambolic for either team, really. like There have been games where you watch Georgia Tech just roll out, and you're like, oh, can you cut? Nope, not cut blocking. Okay, cool. You're going to lose by 28 <laughs> in public. You're going to run like... It's going to look like you're being flattened so, uh, for four quarters by a team that's much larger than you are, because they are.
2: A Georgia Tech game is like a special guest referee wrestling match, where it's like, uh-oh, <laughs> the, the ref's actually putting his <laughs> foot down and not allowing run-ins and, and steel chairs. Whereas some refs, yeah. you know, they, they realize that's all within the spirit of the game. It's by the letter of the letter of the law.
0: Yeah, like, sometimes like... you... Some, Go
1: ahead. Like Well, like, even Texas A&M and UCLA were like, oh, we'd like to play at a time when another game is happening. We'll play on Sunday, but, like, please put v and Virginia Tech up. Why would you want center stage on a day when everyone's off? You know what? Maybe they're like, we'll play it at 8. It's a school night, so hopefully people won't stay up and watch the whole thing, please. Just, ugh, just bad choices, Tennessee. Yeah.
0: It'll be great because you'll go, I don't know if I'm ready for the college football weekend to be over. And for most people tuning into this game, they'll watch about 20 minutes of it and go, "Mm, I'm ready for it to be over. Well, there's also there's
1: also a decent chance that because it's being played at Mercedes Benz in Atlanta, that there will be leftover Bama fans who decided not to go home and decide (laughs) to go to the game to boo Tennessee and talk shit.
0: (laughs) Going, hey, going to the Tennessee Georgia Tech game, Bama shirt.
2: If they're old enough, Bama fans, they'll be there talking shit about that that rascal Bobby Dodd.
0: That bastard. they'll just stay there. They're like, "What are you waiting for? I'm waiting, waiting for Julio to show up. Just gonna watch the Falcons in a couple of weeks."
1: I live here now.
0: Yeah, I brought my gun in here. You can't, you can't bring a gun in here. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Didn't know I'm sorry. In America, did the Tide not win by eight points? <laughs> Looks like I can.
1: And that, uh, just to be clear, that's the most we're going to preview Florida State, Alabama, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I mean, mo- mostly because oh! it's just like
1: fine. Go ahead.
0: I don't know because you're just it's it's a push. I don't. They're they're both really talented. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what Alabama's going to roll out this year, other than a lethal array of four and five star talent coached with immense precision and occasionally disrupted by yes, a mobile quarterback who runs through like a giant toddler and crashes the entire carefully arranged superstructure of everything Nick Saban worked for. It's like watching a domino sculpture when mm-hmm. a kid just like steps into the middle of it, right? Like, the world's largest domino sculpture. And then somebody just... Oh, shh, sets no. It off like... Oh,
2: no! <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no, we, we let a 23... loose in the middle of it.
0: We had a 23-minute meeting about what happens if we let a dog loose in the middle of our game.
1: <laughs> for not... Um... All right, so I'm going to take Texas versus Maryland off the board here because, you. you know, I'm not even sure Texas should be ranked. But what ranked team do you feel combination of likelihood and comedy factor could just totally dick trip this weekend? Again, you can't pick Texas hosting Maryland because well, in Texas, you don't, need, you don't need the help from us. I mean, Tulsa's offense versus Oklahoma State's defense?
2: Could be a little scary. Tulsa Tulsa's got some turnover there, but
0: mm, Tulsa's got the same thing, same problem that uh Arkansas State's gonna have. They're just not <laughs> like ultimately if they're like we're gonna sit on you, you're gonna lose barring turnovers. So I don't know if that's where you're looking for the dick trippin', the dick trippinist. is mm, I got whoo! I just fell on one and it's pretty um they've done it before. South Alabama at old miss. Mm. a program in complete disarray facing South Alabama who, you know, they've, they've done this before. they beat Mississippi state in the opener, I believe in 2016.
1: <laughs> just can't, he, you can't follow the directions. Ole Miss. I was like, Ole Miss isn't ranked. And no, Ole Miss isn't ranked, but it's fine. No, you, oh, you want ranked. Yeah. I want to rank
0: Dick. Trevor. Yeah. Ole Miss. Ole, Ole Miss. It, listen, what can, why if, isn't Ole Miss ranked? If, Ol- guys,
1: if Ole Miss loses to South Alabama, that's not even like the eighth worst thing that happened to Ole Miss in the last month. <laughs>
2: That's a welcome distraction.
1: <laughs> right.
2: Are we Man, talking more true. like
1: App State, Georgia? Yeah.
0: Mm, that's not what you're looking at. Are, Are we, we talking, talking... Georgia, Georgia Southern Auburn?
1: Are we? Yep. That's another one. Oh man, you guys are you guys are really scratching the itch. That's what I like to hear. Which which okay. one of those two are, would be funnier at this point? Georgia
2: Southern Auburn. <laughs> Georgia Southern is not exactly Georgia Southern these days. Like this is right. I mean, this is not the Georgia Southern that beat Florida in the swamp. What was that? Three or four years ago, uh, went into went into Gainesville um, and doesn't. beat the Florida Gators. Doesn't as an attack. FCS yeah. team. Sure, as an it was did, an a high-octane pass.
1: passing attack that was not, later not successfully copied in the NFL um, and used to mm-hmm. to win multiple Super Bowls. Yeah. Tom Brady yeah, did, uses the Georgia Southern did, offense. They did,
0: Don't worry, they didn't complete it. a pass, Ryan. Right? Georgia
2: uh, Southern. No, no, that's not right. So Georgia Southern was better as an FCS team than an FBS team. Um, App State, right. like I think a lot of people like to think that's the case, but it's really not. App State is better than it was ten years ago when it beat Michigan. Yes, I know they were one of the best FCS teams ever. But they're really good, um, and they got a lot more depth than they used to. I'm not saying they're going to beat Georgia. I'm just saying Georgia better uh, better read up on what Michigan did and, and do different stuff. You know, you you got the size advantage. You better lean on that. So
0: yeah, I don't. I, I think the the more likely one is App State Georgia because, and I will tell you this too, App State like I, it's it's historical now to not sleep on them because I went and watched. Miami at App State and App State's own stadium. And I will tell you, everyone at Miami is much stronger and faster and focused than everyone. Like App State, App State it's, this is what sucks about week one is that I kind of want one of these to happen. But then you look at it and you go, I just don't think this is physically possible at all. Okay,
1: but what if after the game gets moves to New Orleans, BYU beats LSU and
0: the Superdome? Okay, well now you're talking about something entirely plausible. Yeah. Because BYU's mean. Yeah. And they really like has a size advantage. Like you look think about BYU LSU as you go. Well, that's not really a size advantage there. BYU's plenty big and burly. It's just uh, LSU's probably a little bit faster at places that BYU can't really counter, i.e., cornerback, wide receiver, defensive end, all of those kind of jumpy, interception-y, turnover creating big play spots. That's kind of the only thing. And also, by the way, this is a test of LSU in terms of frustration offensively because they haven't played a single game under their new offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, who's really good at his job. Sometimes these things take a while to gel, right? And you kind of have to by the way, LSU fans just ahead of time, prepare yourself for that because it's going to take a minute for this thing to sort of hum and for them to figure that out because this is a dry run. This is the first time they do it, and they don't get to do it against a team that doesn't do things like, you know, occasionally punch you in the nuts in the pile and play dirty and frustrate <laughs> you and is generally really, really super mean. BYU on the field is basically the exact opposite of BYU off the field. Like, hi, guys. How are you doing? That's great. Okay. Helmet goes on. Nut punch. <laughs>
2: BYU's going out the no rules immediately. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so two perspectives on this game based on um, week 0.1. BYU look like trash against Portland State. Portland State is not mm-hmm. a very good um, FCS program. Like, yes, I know they've beaten a couple FBS teams in the last few years, but, you know, I think they went like 3-8 and eight last year, something like that. Um, and let's see, BYU passing 16 of 27, averaged 4.9 yards per carry. That's including a couple big games like the offense, unless they were holding a lot of stuff back, did not look encouraging. But the other perspective on that, this is it's college football, therefore they will light LSU's ass up. Um, and it'll be on LSU to score a bunch of points.
1: Probably will happen. Nope.
0: Probably not. not. Yeah, I was I, I was going to say probably not, but like it's not. It, I don't think that's a very that's not a recipe for a very pretty game.
2: Oh no! Playing no, this
0: no, no, particular no. B, BYU team, no, it's it'll you should this is this is what this is one of those games early season that you go, hmm, it's a learning experience definitely a learning experience for probably both teams
2: i think i think it's a good closeout game um (laughs) partly because it's very different from the usual closeout game quadruple overtime 900 yards passing woo you know it's more just just pound you to sleep kind of thing um you the viewer and like yeah yeah i mean it's it's a nice change of pace from this usual time slot And also, we've spent about half this podcast on it.
0: Yeah. Also, I will say this. Going back to Louisville-Purdue, it'll be real fun to watch Purdue attempt very ambitious things. Now, It'll probably go badly in Game 1 against a very fast Louisville team.
1: Oh, yeah. It'll be like um, the colleagues of the Wright brothers who are like, I will also build a (laughs) plane." What?
0: The wrong brothers? (laughs) Oh, no! Oh, no! What are you you running? We're running the Otto von Lillenthal offense. Sacrifices must be made.
1: It's a penny farthing with large butterfly wings attached.
0: (laughs) This how fortuitous that this 700 foot cliff is right here. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna try it, and like the bold pioneers of aviation, gravity may be their final mistress.
2: I think my favorite thing about that game is Purdue comes out and like we're running the quintuple option, woohoo! And Bobby Petrino says we're, we're putting Lamar Jackson under center and we're going to have him do five-step drops and throw within one point one second, and he's not going to scramble we, at
1: all. Uh, we want him to make two reads. Nah.
2: If if only we could trade playbooks, <laughs> this would be the most entertaining game ever played.
0: Hey, your quarterback just threw a pick, Bobby Petrino. What are you going to do? I'm gonna damn his soul to hell. <laughs> I'm gonna go over there, and get in his eyes, and tell him what a worthless piece of shit he is.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him the worst punishment possible. I'm gonna <laughs> adopt him. Now he's a Petrino. Now he's got that rage that won't die. I'm gonna take the Arkansas job.
0: Gradually, we're just turning. gonna turn him into Peter Laurie, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> Can I? Can I point you to? Uh, I got one one question. Two actually, two questions. To
1: is it is it why is Notre Dame favored by seventeen and a half points over Temple?
0: Mm, yeah, you know, because
1: that's a good they're... question.
0: Maybe I have three questions now, okay, Ryan. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a really great question because that's not a. I mean, there are two forces at play here. There's. Do I count on Temple football to deliver, right under new management? I will tell you, uh, Temple football—they're—they're they're an extremely durable team, extreme like they're a very tough team. They've been good, like under Matt Rule, they were great along the defensive line, which gives you a chance against any offense really. Um, and this is now under the management of uh, I believe Jeff Collins, mm-hmm. former UF. Uh, defensive coordinator who was fun. Like he was a fun defensive coordinator or a coach, a super aggressive scheme. Notre Dame will have their hands full. I, I don't 17 seems like a lot. If you're, if you're into wagering again, that's not official advice because you know, we wouldn't condone illegal activity in most States, but uh, yeah, that seems like a lot.
1: What are your other two questions? I'm sorry.
0: My other two questions are this uh, one. Do we realize that we got a heater on Sunday night? Like a, like a real quality, like a game that I would go out of my and will go out of my way to watch.
2: W Virginia and, Tech? Oh yeah. oh yeah. We're going to get Appalachian.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's this is this is this is like unfiltered moonshine, buddy. It's going straight down the gullet, lighting everything up. This could be if you're looking for as Jason said that, you know, 1100 yards passing uh complete excitement interrupted by occasionally cataclysmic defensive plays. Welcome! There's only one real bad spot here, and that happens in Landover, Maryland. Meaning Dan Snyder gets a dollar out of this, and it's played in a terrible field. Like, this field, I guarantee you, this field will look like mulch. It'll just look like churned mulch with green paint sprayed on it. We need to have, That's what you're going to get. Can
2: we get Clemson A&M at this field so their fans can just be appalled by the agriculture and do something to fix it? <laughs> Like, if you put a they Clemson do anything fan anywhere but... near that turf, they're like, hang on, I'm going out to the truck, I'll be right back.
0: <laughs> I can't believe you guys didn't narrate this thing, Jesus.
1: Um, the winner also gets the Black Diamond Trophy, which definitely looks like a MacGuffin in a Marvel movie.
2: We're bringing That's coal back, bringing the coal industry back with this game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can't
1: turn it off!
0: Like that kind of thing.
1: It just came on all by itself. Listen, I'm just saying you can't put this—you can't put this trophy that close to Dana Holgerson's genitals and say clean coal is real. You can't.
0: <laughs> oh, that, that's fuel for fantasies, unparalleled and unexpected. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I would. Yeah, I guess. in, in my final—I guess my my—I got two more points on the schedule that I'm like, yeah, you know. Just take flyer. Take a look. Uh, one, we get, as every college football hipster knows, because we all love Wyoming this year, uh, Charles Fraga, a.k.a. Fragnificent KW. Wyoming beats Iowa by 14 points.
1: No, Iowa's going to win that game because we won it too badly. You think? Will they then turn around and lose to Iowa State next week? Yep.
0: That's probably the bend of the universe, right? Yep. Yeah, because, Matt, yeah, I guarantee you,
2: Can I be the Wyoming hater? Go ahead. Sure. Can I I take on that, brand? I want to be the Wyoming hater this year. I think Josh Allen is overrated. I say that because the NFL likes him. Um, So, yeah, put me down as, nope, Wyoming. They're going to get their asses kicked.
0: I will tell you that you're betting against Craig Ball, a.k.a. Mr. Magoo. It's not... It's not a solid bet, but I appreciate. Yeah, but the, Iowa the whole has two. On.
1: Iowa has two ferences on the coaching staff, so yeah.
0: If Iowa gets to eleven points, the game is theirs. Yeah, that's the rule. Yeah. So as long as as long as they get eleven, they win this game. Uh, also, it's the out. It's the worst out,
1: exotic casino game possible. <laughs>
0: it's like half blackjack, <laughs> half <jack>. dealer stays. <laughs> Think about one that's card. That's that's half Jack. You get one card and you stay no matter what. <laughs> got a two? Oh, we'll, got we'll got see a, how I got it turns a
1: five? out. I got a five. Yeah, that's your score against Iowa. All right, my turn.
2: You got a one? Oh, I guess I'll hold.
0: <laughs> I am. I am. I am overjoyed at the thought of a game where Kirk says dealer stays on eleven and you have to give him five million dollars every <laughs> single turn. It's not five million dollars. You guys don't make fun of our contract with our coach. he's <laughs> really good.
2: Only we may make fun of our incredible
0: investment. <laughs> Only we may make fun of No, 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 Iowa. <laughs> you're, you're, we're either all in on the joke, or we're all not in. If on you the bring joke. it to the class, <laughs> okay. you
2: better have enough for everybody.
0: Yeah, you got to share this joke, dang it. And you better, because Kirk Ferentz has got enough to share. He's the richest man in Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, The last question I have on uh, the actual schedule is this, that, uh, you know, the one team profiled by Bill Connelly in the offseason where he said explicitly that program collapse was in the cards and in the signs, that'd be Arizona. They host uh, Northern Arizona. Not a spectacular FCS team. I don't know if that matters. This just, this feels bad. (laughs) It's a very late game. And it's against Northern Arizona and it's an Arizona team that really doesn't show a whole lot of like life for potential. I don't know. That's a theoretical disaster that everybody well, and, should just like, keep their not eye on.
1: They're not. I mean, you'd look and say, ah, but Wazoo's playing an FCS team, but they're not playing a good FCS team. So they're not going to have the cover of the Cougs dropping their cooing their usual FCS game away to start the season. Mm,
0: hasn't stopped Washington state before though. So again,
1: fair, fair.
0: keep, Keep keep eyes on it because that's entirely possible.
1: Um, you know. Also, also, UAB back. UAB back. Okay. Well.
0: UAB back. I mean, yeah. That's
1: it? that's it. God.
0: Yeah, they're back. I mean, I mean, yeah. Let me let me warm up a couple of weeks to this. You know, like you think somebody comes back from the dead and you'd be instantly like, "Well, we're bros again. That's cool." It wouldn't be like that. Somebody come back from the dead, and you'd just be like, oh, it's a little weird. I mean, you were you were dead, bro.
1: Yeah. It'd but, take wheat. Right, but you're not Jimbo Fisher. And if you were, you'd think, like, man, maybe this is destiny telling me, giving me another chance at, at the, the greatest opportunity I ever missed. I hate all these Florida State beat writers and bloggers <laughs> and media members. <laughs> and you know where I can go where a media member will never bother me? Birmingham.
2: Well, you know, you know what they say. Mama's calling. I got the chance to go back to the city of Birmingham and try to raise <laughs> that program back from the dead. They, it already did raise a little bit, but I'm going to try and raise a little bit more. See hey, see how undead I can get, get this thing.
0: You know, that boy talks too fast. We won't even transcribe it. <laughs> There's no point. It will be like Jimbo Fisher had comments, but they were inscrutable and rapid. <laughs>
2: Jimbo said
0: some stuff. Jimbo said some stuff, and we lost to uh, we lost to Houston by 38 points.
1: <laughs> also, also the raccoons have taken back over Legion Field. They rule <laughs> benevol- benevolently,
0: as they should. You know, there should be like a do no harm thing with the raccoons who inhabit Legion Field. Oh, the- oh
1: they, they, they don't worry. They take their cut of the concessions, but it's fair. I
2: think it's more the other way around. Like, the, the raccoons have agreed not to hurt the humans.
0: Yeah. They just get a cut. They're like, listen, what we need you to do is we need you to leave a couple of those little snack pound cakes they serve at the convenience store. Leave a bucket of those every single Thursday night underneath that oak tree. If you well, we have a there, pretty
2: cordial agreement uh, with the raccoons. They take their cut and they leave us be. It's It works out nicely for everyone here in the city of Birmingham.
0: They got fast hands. Um,
2: I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, that's... Brody Brody Marino has the question that I wanted to get to, which is as close as I can get to a possible hot takey question this week. Which is? And that's at Brody underscore Marino. Not, not some other knockoff Brody Marino. Brody Marino is a hell of a name, y'all. Brody Marino is a full-on, like, movie race driver name. Brody Marino.
1: Well, Brody Marino is uh, the son of a south florida cocktail waitress who dan marino impregnated marino is not legally his last name but he demands that dan acknowledge his parentage
0: well the probably i brody has this question more like a proposition to take the sec has a losing record after week one um this ain't happening it's not happening because there's enough well, 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 delicious. let will
1: count. We're going to count. Let's, run. We're gonna let's count. do the numbers, okay? Okay. So, so, let's just run it through. Florida A&M versus Arkansas.
0: One. I mean, Arkansas probably wins that game. One. one. And one.
2: And one. And undefeated BAMU. That's one, one and zero oh for non-SEC.
1: Missouri right. State at Missouri. One and one.
0: So that's this. probably two. Okay.
1: <laughs> Jason and nice
0: split on that one.
1: NC State versus South Carolina. NC State's
2: making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Two and one, non-SEC. Michigan versus Florida. Three and
0: one. Mm, two and two.
1: Two and two. Kentucky at Southern Four Miss. Four
0: and one. <laughs> if this whole thing comes down <laughs> to Kentucky. Uh, I'm going to just give a tentative three and two on that.
1: Okay. Charleston Southern at Mississippi State. Four and two. Don't
0: do this, Mississippi Four and two. And CSU is pretty Aps- good.
1: App State at Georgia. Five and two. Five and two. Georgia Southern at Auburn. Five and
0: three. Six and... (laughs) I I cannot determine the outcome of an Auburn game for my life, so I'm just saying six and two.
1: Neither can Auburn. Uh, Mm -hmm. South Alabama at Ole Miss. Six and three, non-SEC. Six and three. (laughs)
0: Six and three.
2: Okay. Florida State versus Alabama. Seven and three, non-SEC.
0: Yeah, seven and three.
2: Vanderbilt at MTSU. The SEC is down to three and eight.
0: Seven and four.
2: <laughs> BYU versus LSU. Uh, three, uh, four and eight, eight and four and eight. Like Notre Dame, the SEC. Eight, Notre eight. Dame now.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Eight
0: Spencer, and four.
1: Spencer, you've got the SEC at eight and four right now.
0: I've got I've got the SEC at a pretty optimistic eight and four.
1: Texas A and M at UCLA. <sighs> Tie four, eight and one. <laughs>
0: I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to ride the wave because I don't think you UCLA can run the ball like okay. like further than the length of like a bull's dick. So I'm speaking Texas A down there. So I'll go nine and four.
1: Tennessee, Georgia
2: Tech. Four, nine and one, which means I missed somebody. Uh, which
0: is probably
2: just <laughs> for that team. Well, can I, whoever I miss four, ten and one. Wait, no, no.
0: I had it right. No, no, yeah, I yeah got it. Okay, four,
1: nine and one is right. Four, yeah. nine and one. Four. Alright, so the so got, is winning four, losing nine and tying one.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. I got I got nine and five. I got nine wins. I got five five L's.
1: So we only have to flip two games for this to be a push. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's closer than you think. That's all I'm saying.
0: I mean it's I just think there's and by the way, like In case you think I'm being super homerish about this, it's it's not because they're inherently good. It's because there's some some really rich cheesecake on the schedule, some deep cakey deliciousness like Missouri State. Yeah. And, you know, even teams like like it's you know, what I mean, like, look at it. It could flip a couple of different ways. UCLA might come out and just whip Texas A&M. I don't know. BYU might manage to upset LSU. That'd be shocking to me. It would be just based on skill players.
1: Ole Miss might decide, fuck the rest of the SEC. We're intentionally tanking. (laughs) We're dragging all (laughs) of you down to the bottom of the ocean with us.
0: Or this might be the beginning of Ole Miss's only other undefeated season. Right? The season that doesn't count. That gets them like an interim. Matt Luke, who turns out to not be that great. Just inspired for one year. He might Bill Stewart this. They're like, man, they beat South Alabama by 70 points. Screw you, haters. Than two years, it's like, did you know they were handing players actual cash on the sidelines during that game? It's on camera. They didn't even hide it. Yeah. I
1: I hope it comes down to Tennessee, Georgia Tech.
0: Oh, that would be
1: to salvage 500 for the SEC. (laughs) That would be. And I hope Tennessee loses by 35.
0: Yeah. Although I will tell you the potential for high for for embarrassment. For high profile embarrassment is there. And uh, two teams leading the way. That's right. Well, most champs last two stops. Florida and South Carolina.
1: Woo-woo!